Hello, my beautiful blossoms, and welcome to the first ever episode of Expand Your Mind, a podcast. Um, since it's the first episode, I thought I would tell you a little bit about me, and go from there. We'll start with our first idea, um, which is flowers, in case you couldn't tell by the intro, but basically, um, my name's Robbie, um, I'm a college student currently, um, I'm between semesters, and I was just, like, what am I doing with my life right now, you know, I'm just staying at my parents' house, and I'm just like, what am I doing, so I just decided I'm gonna start a podcast, and, um, depending on how much time I have in college, maybe this will be something that'll turn out great, you know, um, we'll see if I have time to do it, because again, I'm in college, but, uh, you know, what do I have to lose, I have no money, um, (laughs) yeah, um, let's see, I feel like you'll learn a lot about me very quickly, right as soon as we get into this concept that I'm talking about, so, basically, the idea behind this podcast is that I take a small, simple thing that you don't really think about during your day, or maybe you do, I don't know, um, but just try to expand that into something bigger, and as I like to say, help it blossom into something that you may not have seen it before, seen it look like before, and my main example today, and I feel like is a good starter, since this is like the idea of my podcast, is flowers, you know, like when you have a flower, you think it's got like a bud, and then eventually it blossoms, and you know, flowers are one of my favorite things in the whole world, I'm gonna just be honest, straight up, um, (laughs) um, I love flowers, um, when, um, when I was young, every year for Valentine's Day, my dad would buy me a bouquet of roses, and always remind me that, um, like, there are people that are going to treat you bad. There's people that aren't going to treat you good enough. I'm the only person who's good enough for you. Like, that's, like, his motto is, like, no one will ever be good enough for you. They can be fine, <laughs> but they'll never be good enough. But that's just his way of looking out for me. Gotta love my dad, you know. I'm very blessed to have two parents that are very loving like that. <laughs> but, um, I think that's where my love for flowers really started was, um, every year for Valentine's Day, my dad would remind me, hey, I know that you don't have a Valentine this year, but I'll be your Valentine because I'm the only one that really does love you as much as you should be loved and deserve to be loved, and that's just something that's so beautiful to me, and that's, I think that's where my love of flowers is really blossomed, ha ha ha, (laughs) but flowers are such a deep meaning to me, um, as someone, um, as an empath, I'm a very strong empath, um, when I, it takes a while, I have to, like, know the person, but when I know the person, um, especially when, like, I touch someone, I can feel, like, their soul, it's like, it comes out as a vibration, um, and I can feel their emotions, and sometimes that is very intrusive, and I feel very, out of place and and feel like I'm not meant to be there but things like music and nature things like those they just recharge me and they make me feel like I've cleansed myself in a way of all these things that I feel and it's very nice 
Um, but that's why I love flowers so much is because when there's snow on the ground and I can't go outside because the snowdrifts are like bigger than me. No, I'm kidding. Um, eh, we're gonna get a lot of short jokes on this. What am I talking about? Yeah. Um, news flat. We're just gonna get this shit out of the way. I'm five foot one. Okay. Yeah. I'm short. Just whatever. <laughs> um, but, um, flowers are just a very easy way for me to connect with nature and when I don't have access to it. But, um, Um, but I love, like, flowers in general because I see them, like, <sighs> we're get, we're about to get into some interesting stuff. And remember, it's always okay to disagree or be like, you know, that's a, that's pushing it a little bit. Like, sometimes when I hear people, like, getting philosophical with things and, like, I feel like you're pushing the envelope a little bit. If you feel that way, that is totally fine. There's a probably, maybe not for a little while but eventually there will be enough episodes that you'll find something interesting and then it might just really help your man mind expand you know um your mind is like a rose roses are my favorite you know um like when you're young and you're learning and um one thing that like tarot cards tarot card readers say is that like you are on this divine path and um you are building this beautiful bud and while you can't see it when it's young and while it's still growing soon you'll blossom into this beautiful rose that's filled with beautiful layers and there's different depths and different like the petals are all different and the and the texture is different in all of them and it's just become this beautiful thing and I feel like Flowers are also just a very good thing to show, like, the natural beauty in things. Like, flowers, when you think of a flower, you think, um, you think of people, like, a nickname. Like, oh, my delicate little flower. Flowers are not delicate, okay? Um, I have a black thumb. My mom, <laughs> um, tried to help me grow basil, thyme, oregano, you know, Italian herbs not Italian herb, herbs for my Italian cooking because my family is Italian <laughs> um and she was like we're gonna grow our own like farm of, of like herbs and stuff so that you can dry them and put them in the food because that's just what we do <laughs> and I killed it it took me like two weeks and it was all dead and my mom had to come in and revive it all and she was like that's okay, honey, it's not for everyone, but I was like, I just want to learn how to garden, you know, <laughs> I've never been good at it, um, but that doesn't mean I don't enjoy these things, um, <laughs> yeah, I just think flowers are such a natural beauty, and they are just, they're persistent, you know, especially, like, like, flowers that some are, like, genetically bred to come back every year like they hibernate in a way or they just get like you know they get trampled on they get eaten they get snowed on they get hailed on they just go through this hell but then they still come back every year and they produce this beautiful natural beauty that just sticks out 
and it's beautiful and unique and just lovely, you know? And I, that's just, it's one of the small things that inspires me, you know what I, like, like, sometimes when I feel like the world is just too, either too stagnant or too crazy, I just like to take a look at flowers and just appreciate how beautiful they are, because they, not only are they bright and vibrant and just full of life, they have so much depth to them, they have different layers, they have different meanings behind them, like, this is, by the way, if you're still, like, if you're still here, this is your sign to go get somebody a bouquet of flowers, you know, if, if, even if you haven't talked to them in years, if you think of someone, first person that you think of, when I say, go buy them flowers, go do it, it, and even if you haven't talked to them in years, there's all kinds of messages that you can convey with flowers, which is something that's so interesting to me as well. Like, you could create, you could literally create a, um, you can create a bouquet of flowers that just straight up gives someone the middle finger. I'm not even kidding. You could. I don't encourage that. I don't encourage spreading bad feelings onto people because that's not what I'm about. That's not what this is about. We don't spread bad feelings. We try to grow the mind. We try to teach forgiveness and love here and respectfully disagreeing. Again, you don't have to agree with the things that I say. You don't have to agree with the things that other people, if I have guests on this podcast, what they say. But as long as what my English professor at my college says is as long as you're an academic thinker, then you can, you can do anything you know, like, it, like, academic thinking is, you're not looking for a certain answer that you want, you're looking for what you want to call the truth, and the problem is that there is no real truth, but you know, like, even hearing things that you don't want to hear, or things that you completely disagree with, that helps you build your morals, you know, and while you may disagree, and it may make you even, like, uncomfortable, People have a right to their own opinions, you know, and then it's like, okay, well, if you believe that, I completely disagree and I'm going to stay away from you, but at least, like, you know what you believe in and it just helps you grow as a person. And, um, people that spread hatred and, and unkind things, I don't want to sock them in the face. I do. I do. But that's their opinion and that's what they feel, then I, I'm not going to change that. And so screaming in someone's face saying, you have to do this, you have to do this, it's not going to work as much as you want it to. It's just, it's just not. So why would you, I don't know, forget that. We don't need that kind of negativity in our life. I would just step away from it. And I understand that for some, that's very hard to do. I'm a little too good at it. I, um, I don't think I mentioned this. Um, I actually dropped out of high school. Um, I dropped out of high school and got a high school equivalency simply because I didn't like high school. I didn't want to be there anymore. I didn't like the drama that was involved. I thought that people were very unkind to one another. And that's, unfortunately, that's part of the high school experience is the drama and the things that happen. And I just, that's not something that I, within my morals, you know, being unkind to people and saying things that you don't even know if they're true. Those kinds of things 
are just not things that I enjoy. And I also don't enjoy the thrill of, oh, I'm going to go do things I'm not supposed to do simply because I'm a teenager and can get away with it. Because um, my parents let me try pretty much everything when I was like 13. And then I was like, this shit sucks. And they're like, yeah, it does. So, you know, the idea of, oh, I'm going to go do it because I'm not supposed to is kind of just not there. (laughs) And honestly, um, as a very active person, someone who loves to be outside and doing things, the things that I like to do that's like, I probably should be doing this is things like, you know, cliff jumping, um, flipping people off of paddle boards, (laughs) um, you know, um, hanging off bridges you know, fun stuff like that, I just, there's so much more to life, you know, and, and I feel like that is something that some people struggle with, is seeing that you don't have to do, like, there's so much in life, you just have to find it, you know, and that's kind of what this is about as well, it's just finding new ways to look at the world, or finding new opportunities that maybe you just didn't see, because everyone experiences life differently, you know, and, and that's beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. But um, it also helps to be like, oh, like I never would have thought about that. I never would have thought to be like, when I look at, um, look at the shed, look at my shed out in my back, my parent, oh my God, <laughs> the shed in my parents' backyard. Um, you know, most kids in my neighborhood thought I was really weird when I would grab a ladder and go climb up there because most kids don't really think about doing that because their parents wouldn't let them do that well they'd think about doing it but they wouldn't get away with it but you know I mean I have a very high level of trust with my parents it's great you know I've I've been I'm very fortunate in the way I've been raised and who I've been raised by I'm just gonna say that now very fortunate very grateful cannot express enough how much I love my parents and how grateful I am to have people like that in my life Anyway, um, a lot of this podcast is just going to be me going on a tangent and then trying to figure out where I stopped because, um, yeah, my brain just goes and it's a wonderful thing, but it can also be very frustrating. (laughs) Um, back to the idea of flowers. You could make all kinds of different, like, meanings behind these bouquets. Again, you could give someone straight up, give them the middle finger again don't. That's not nice. We don't like being not nice. Um, (laughs) um, but you could do one that means I miss you. You could do one that means I love you. means you are my best friend. It's I, I yearn for you. I, I, I wish you well. Um, thank you for everything you've done for, like, there's so many messages that you could give. And while, um, the problem is that, like, the problem with doing that is that, you know, usually when people get flowers, they think this is a declaration of love. But I think that if people just took a second and, like, looked up, like, what does this flower mean? Like, I, whenever I, you know, <laughs> I'm going to expose myself here. I have no friends. No, I have, I have, like, three friends. I have three friends. <laughs> but, um, even, like, um people that I was interested in, they would, like, want to buy me gifts, they would be like, what kind of gifts do you like, and I'd be like, I love flowers, I love bouquets of flowers, and they'd be like, well, that's dumb, 
because they die. But, like, all things die, you know? Like, let me enjoy the beautiful things that are flowers. Like, let me enjoy that beautiful thing for as long as I can. Because even, like, dead roses, that's why I love roses so much as well. Not just, like, the depth and how beautiful they are when they're buds and blossoms and everything. Even when they die, they retain that depth. They retain their beautiful color, their shape. They're just wonderful flowers. Can't get enough of them. Um, but yeah, like, um, the person that I was interested in, they were like, oh, well, I don't want to buy you flowers because they just die. It's like, that's saying I'm not going to go buy you food because it's just going to get eaten, you know? Like, like, things don't have to last you forever for them to have meaning you know what i mean um and of course they bought me things that i could keep and i still have most of the things even though we are not in contact anymore and i would prefer to keep it that way um that doesn't mean that um things like flowers are not like they aren't something that i can just enjoy, you know, things that don't mean something to me. Um, so, you know, again, if you're the first person that you thought of when I said go buy them a bouquet of flowers, figure out what message you want to say and just go do it. Just do it. You know, like the worst that's going to happen is that if you don't think that they would like the worst thing that you could do is just like if you don't want to put your name on it, that's fine. But you know what? It might brighten their day. For some people, it might freak them out a little bit. So if you're, if the person you're thinking about is very anxious and easily, like, freaked out by stuff like that. Like, I know that sometimes I can get freaked out. <laughs> my, uh, my roommate, um, when she first moved in, not many people knew where she lived be- because she just moved there. But one of her friends dropped her off, and then she um, got in an accident, and he brought her cookies. But I was like, how? Oh. She was like, I don't know who gave me these. And then I just, like, freaked out. I was like, who the hell got my address? You know, like, I was freaking out. But, um, honestly, but this because I love flowers so much. Like, I wouldn't care who they were from. If someone left a bouquet of flowers on my door, I would... I would die. I would be like, oh my god, I love you. Whoever you are. <laughs> I, um... Uh, despite how much I love flowers, um, I've never received flowers from anyone that was not my father. Which is very sad, but... I mean, I'm not gonna be like, nobody loves me because nobody's bought me flowers because that's not fair. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, um... I understand why people don't buy flowers. I do. But. I don't know. I love flowers. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But, and. Yeah. I just think that they're a beautiful way to convey a message, you know? And sometimes people don't understand the message you're trying to give them. They don't look into what the flowers mean and what, why you might be doing it, blah, blah, blah. But. It's still a kind gesture. And again, we're promoting kindness. So if you think that the person that you're thinking of would enjoy a bouquet of flowers, even if they didn't know where they came from, then I say do it. 
you know, even if they might say, like, oh my gosh, I, like, like, you know, if you send, like, like, to their work or something, and they're like, oh my gosh, like, my partner probably sent these to me, or, oh, like, maybe I have a secret admirer, and it's like, that wasn't the intention, and it was not them, like, it, it probably will brighten their day, and that's always something that at least I strive for, is to, um, brighten people's day, so just encouraging that, I guess, <laughs> um, I think it's beautiful trying to, um, make people stay brighter, and I think it's beautiful the, f- like, what flowers can do for someone, because, you know, even just sometimes, you know, you, um, get stuck in this, this cycle that is just work, eat, sleep, work, eat, sleep, but if you just take a couple seconds you just literally stop and smell the roses, you know, like, just take a second, just look around, there's so much beauty that you just don't see, because you just walk past it, you know, like, you get used to the environment that you're in, and you get used to just focusing on the same things, if you just stop for a second, and focus on something that isn't your normal focus, it can just really make a difference, you know, and that's, Again, part of this podcast is just giving your brain something different to focus on, giving you a new, pers- like, potentially just a whole new perspective on something, you know? Like, I'm not expecting this episode to give you, like, a whole new meaning on flowers, like, holy shit, like, oh my god, I'm gonna, like, flowers are just insane, like, you know, I mean, I'm just sharing why I think flowers are cool, because <laughs> um, there's a lot of love behind them you know, nature is beautiful, and nature takes care of her things, she makes them beautiful, she makes them nice, because they're meant to be enjoyed, and they are meant to be shared, um, I'm not a very material person, you know, um, as long as, um, there's running water, it'd be nice to have, like, a mattress with, like, what is it, what are those called, um, what is those things that mattresses sit on? A bedboard? Whatever that is, you know. But if the mattress is on the floor, that's fine. If I just straight up have to sleep on the floor, I guess I'll live, you know. Um, <laughs> as long as there's not bugs. Oh my god, if there's bugs, I'm leaving. I'll just go uh, stay in a hotel or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like you get so caught up in your life that you forget to take the things that you have for granted. Um, but, you know, there's so many little things in life that can um, just really show you how beautiful life is. And even when things get hard, it's hard to feel like things really do, you know, have meaning and... Um, there is good things in the world, like, you just, you just wanna, you know, just get a change of pace, you know, sometimes it's good to just kind of invoke change, because the only thing that's constant is change, might as well get used to it, might as well try something, you know what I mean? (laughs) Life is beautiful, you just have to learn how to, how to find it, and, um, I feel like coming from someone that's as naive as I am, It's like, you don't know what you're talking about. You haven't lived life. You're right. You're totally right. 
You're totally right. I have not experienced much of my life, and, like, not even in my 20s yet. But that doesn't mean that I haven't gone through hardships. And that doesn't mean I'm done growing. I know that I have so much potential, and I want to see where that takes me. Um, going back to those tarot cards, like, you have a divine purpose, and there's something I believe that you are totally meant to do. And maybe this podcast is what I meant to do. I don't know, but, um... Why did my voice get so shaky? Oh my gosh, I promise I'm good. I'm not gonna, I'm not like on the verge of tears. Um, I don't really cry that much, I'll be honest. Um, everyone has like a divine purpose. There's something you're meant to do. You are meant to help grow this world. You're helped to melt, make, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> make something beautiful. And, 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 and sometimes we just feel so lost and so... Like, what, like, what is my purpose? I don't have a purpose. But you do. And, and, um, things that tarot card readers like to say, I just want to get a tarot deck. You know, I'm going to be straight right now. I, I want to get a tarot deck. And then maybe I'll, like, do a tarot reading sometime. Just do, like, a quote. They call them general readings. And then they'll be like, if this resonates with you guys, maybe I'll, like, do it again. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We'll try it once. And then we'll never do it again. Um... Let's see. But I'm down to try anything. I mean, life is about just trying new things, experiencing new things, just seeing what works, what doesn't. Um, And planting seeds, you know, plant those seeds. See if there's any flowers that might bud and then blossom into something beautiful, you know? Like, there's not... They say that there's a divine purpose, but I think that there's opportunity to have many, like, purposes. You can have so many avenues that you could go down but you have to plant those seeds you know and there's certain things where it's like oh my gosh that's a lot of money but like starting a podcast does not require much money um sketching people on the street just to get some practice in and if you feel confident enough in it sell like dude like 20 bucks a sketch that does not cost a lot of money um taking your free time to just write something down in a journal and just kind of going back to my English professor um there you have the artist side of your brain and you have what does he say the judge side of your brain I think is what he calls it but if you just like sit in front of your computer or you just sit in front of a piece of paper and you don't think about it which is so hard to do it took me forever to figure it out but if you just turn off that judge side of your brain and you, you just stop being so critical, just let the keyboard, let the pencil fly. Just go and go and go until you want to stop. Because even if you just start writing, your brain will find something that it wants to talk about and it'll go. It'll just go and go and go. And it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It just, it just, again, it just blossoms into something amazing. Like you just have to get it started. You have to plant the seed. Um... And then once you're done and, you're, and your artistic side of your brain is like, okay, 
that's good. You can take the judge side of your brain and read through it and either be like, what the hell is this? This is dog shit. Or you can be like, hey, there's like a couple of things you could fix here, but this is a really good idea. I mean, you know, um, I've written hundreds of stories, um, ever since I was, how old am I? How old? How old are you in, uh, uh, I don't know, probably six years? I've been writing stories for six years. No, even before that, Jesus, um, how old are you when you're in fourth grade? Um, a crap long time. Okay, you know what, I was writing stories in fourth grade. They were absolutely awful, but I was enjoying it, and it was fun for me, and as long as you're having fun with it, and you're... And I feel like us, for some people, just doing something creative just really helps expand your mind. Um, and there's just something beautiful about that. Um, just, just start, just go, just go for it. And then if you hate it, just throw it away, you know? Like, I, I love to paint, but I'm so bad at it. You know, like, I love the process. I love feeling the paintbrushes brush against the, the canvas or the piece of paper or my skin. Sometimes I just paint on my skin. Probably not the best idea, but I do it because I just don't care. <laughs> um, but just start, and then if you don't like it, you can throw it away. And then you can be like, okay, not for me, but at least you tried it. But, um. Yeah, just let that artistic side come out, and then once you're completely done, or you feel like you can't do any more with the artistic side of your brain, unless you're just gonna keep going rambling over and over again and saying the same thing, then you bring the judge in, and you just decide if it's good or not. Um, that's taken me... Oh, that's what we were talking about! Sorry, I'm not... Some uh, part of this podcast is just going to be me like forgetting what I've been talking about because I go on tangents and then I have to come back, but then I rewind a little too much and then I repeat myself. So I apologize in advance. My brain just goes and goes and goes. But that's why I made this podcast is because I want to share what I have to say because I feel like it might be very interesting to some people. And if it's not, then that's fine too. At least I planted my seed. Um. <laughs> we're talking about how long it's taken yes um so i i don't know why but i think that especially young me we just had this wonderful idea of what love was and just really wanted to write love stories blah 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 sweetheart love ain't like that you know i <laughs> i'm gonna be honest um disney movies and stuff like that total bullshit you know like i love watching them now that i'm older and have experienced things but they totally gave me the wrong idea on what love is they either lowered my expectations to the floor or made them way too high like in some aspects it was to the floor in other aspects it was way too high you know like <laughs> like you know like what who in their right mind tells kids, you know what, if someone loves you, like, oh man, I'm gonna have this knight in shining armor carry me away, guess what, 
you know what, uh, he's gotta pay taxes, he can't afford a horse, okay, um, (laughs) (sighs) and, like, you know, it's like, (laughs) sorry, I think I'm hilarious, don't worry, um, (laughs) it's like, you think that this person's just gonna appear in your life, and they're just gonna love you, and they're just gonna cherish you, and blah, 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 but actually, guess what? It's not that easy because people are not perfect. They have their insecurities. They have their issues. They have their own traumas. And you, my dear delicate flower, or not so delicate flower, you get to either um, learn to accept that or get scared and run away, which getting scared and running away is um not something i recommend we don't want to spread bad things but i understand that you know especially being in like high school and stuff you're just not ready for those things you know but that's another thing that i struggled with in high school i did not date in high school because everything was just so superficial in high school you know like It was really easy to see people because you literally were in the exact same building eight hours a day, five days a week. It's really not that hard to see people. But now that I'm in college, it's like you have to make time for people. And I think that's something that a lot of people just aren't ready for when they start college. You know, everyone's like, oh my gosh, like, I met this person in college and we fell in love, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's how my parents met. They met in college. But you know what? They'd been to college like two or three times before that and they'd figured out how to be adults. I don't understand how people go to college and they date people and they fall in love and they get married. Like, dude. Oh my gosh, y'all are, like, amazing. Like, learning to be an adult is so hard, as is, you know? And then, like, you're trying to put another person in that situation with you. That's hard. I mean... I don't know, there's just so much to it, but... I feel like it's a lot easier for those who, like, live on campus together, you know? Like, it's like, oh, my boyfriend lives on campus over there. Uh, oh, my girlfriend lives on campus over there. I don't, I don't live on campus. And granted, uh, I went to a small little college because, um, I was like, I don't want to deal with the massive amounts of people that I dealt with in high school, so I'm in this little tiny college in this little tiny town and I live across town so like really it's not it's not like you know it takes 30 minutes to get to class or nothing but it's enough of a distance and it makes it hard to 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 be with people especially in a romantic way you know um then again my best friend lives like three miles from me like (laughs) 
somehow I met the one person on campus that also does not live on campus and we just happen to live within like a 10 minute drive of one another and it's awesome okay like it's great (laughs) but um college is much different um and I'm I'm learning a lot very quickly I mean I've only gone through one semester of college but I feel like I've grown so much I don't think I've fully blossomed yet of course I I'm still very young again I don't I think I said this not even in my 20s yet like I'm not even in my 20s yet but I just feel like college has just helped me grow so much but I also feel like I'm having a very different college experience because most people when they get to college they're like I'm an adult now I can do whatever I want haha screw you guys I'm uh you don't can't tell me what to do because I'm an adult and they just go do whatever they want um I was very I was fortunate enough to be raised in a household where pretty much as soon as I entered high school my parents were like we trust you we know that you have a good head on your shoulders and are very smart and are very capable and just go do whatever you want and since I already experienced drinking at a young age and was very displeased with it and there just wasn't that thrill for me like oh I shouldn't be doing this so I'm gonna do it like it just wasn't there for me I just kind of high school and college are just so different for me than most people I think you know like um Like, when I think of what I want to do, now that I'm in college, most people would be like, I'm going to go to a party and drink a lot of alcohol, even if I'm not old enough to drink an alcohol. Not that I care. It's college, dude. Do you know how many kids that are in the military in my college? You know, they're they're drinking, and I don't blame them. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I'm not one to judge, honestly. Most things I wouldn't really judge, especially things like drinking you know even if you're not supposed to be because it's like you know you're like a high schooler or you're not old enough even though you're technically an adult you're not 21 it's like you know if you want to do that that's fine I'm not going to do that because I just don't find any value in it but for some people they find the idea that oh I can do this because I'm an adult that's exhilarating for them and that's fine I disagree with it. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm not going to hang out with drunk people. I'm not going to go out of my way to go to a party and drink. But if other people want to do that, that's fine. Honestly, you know, like... Everyone has their preferences. Everyone's had struggles before they came to college. And... This is their first glimpse of freedom, and they're doing everything that they can. (sighs) I don't think anybody blames any college student for drinking, even if they're not of age. It's like, you are an adult now, you can do whatever you want. But, you know, just know that if you get caught, it's not as easy as high school, so, you know, whatever. But, again, not my place. 
I do not pass judgment. I simply vibe in the corner. Because again, I have like no friends. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm more ambitious in the like, let's go cliff jumping. Let's go um, float down the river and see how and see if we can, you know, um, survive the waterfall that's, that's coming up. Uh, let's go flip people off their paddle boards and see if we can get away. Like, I don't know, just, I experience life very differently than other people, than some other people, you know? Um, but it's fun. And if you're having fun doing whatever it is you're doing, or you're learning new, if you're, you're learning from your experiences, that's all that matters, you know what I mean? As long as you're gaining insight and you're expanding your mind, you're golden. I just, uh, since I hope the best for everyone, I just hope that those who do drink excessively in college and maybe do things like drugs and stuff, that you do not gain addictions to the drugs that you're doing or... Um, suffer from alcoholism when you get older because I just wish the best for you and I personally do not think that alcoholism or addiction is the best course but if it happens there's still love for you there's still love for you in my heart because you weren't like oh I'm gonna do this so that I can get addicted for the rest of my life you know like you know you're just doing it to either try it or because you can or most people do not do those kinds of things because they want to be addicted to it to the rest of their life. They're doing it for the feeling, for the, uh, just to say they did it, you know, <laughs> like, it's okay, you know, and, and some people may treat you differently because, oh, wow, they suffer with addiction, blah, 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 but you still deserve love, you know, I feel like that's something that we also struggle with as people is like people are different than you you don't have to agree with them you can disagree with anyone it's what helps build your morals as a person but you can still love still have love for people because they're a person just like you you know like um you may not like certain things that they say you may be like i'm very uncomfortable with what you just said just now but that helps you know what you believe in as a person and just helps you just become an even more beautiful flower you know what i'm saying um i just i've never understood why people are disrespectful to those who disagree with them because, you know, there are things that, like, those who promote being unkind or promote hatred to people, I think it's wrong. It is wrong, and I think that we need to love one another, and we need to be there for each other, but I also am a no-bullshit kind of person, and I'm like, well, you know what, if you want to act like that, I'm just not going to be around you because, you know what, I'm sure that there's somewhere that I could be or that I belong 
that is much nicer than this situation, you know, and I under, like, you know, there's some circumstances where it's hard to get away from those people, maybe like, I don't know, maybe it's like your boss that's very unkind to you, I don't know, but there will be an opportunity, you know, you just gotta keep, keep moving along and keep looking for that, because, um, Sometimes you get this idea that it's like, I have no purpose in life, you know, like, I'm just stuck here, I can't get out of here, I just, it feels like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, but I feel like if you just, with new ideas and stuff, and, and new perspectives, comes new windows, new opportunities, once you get that new lens you can have new windows new doors that might open you know um and all of this is meant to um meant to be a learning experience you're meant it's meant to help you grow and learn things about yourself um and i think that um one thing that the tarot card readers say is that like um, these things that happen, they don't happen to you, they happen for you, because they almost help unlock these things inside of you, like, I would not be the person I am today if I didn't go through the stuff that I did, doesn't mean that I like the stuff that I did, that I, that I did, that I went through, doesn't mean that I, I would totally do it again, uh, no, I wish it never happened, I do, but it, it happened, and I can't do anything about it. So I just choose to learn and grow from that experience. And... Try to stay positive, you know? Some days it's very hard, especially when my days are as stagnant as they are now, that I'm not going to classes three days a week, four days a week. It's hard sometimes to feel, I don't know, to stay positive when it's like, I have nothing going on in my life, but you know, I mean, when something wasn't going on in my life, I just made something, I made something happen in my life, I'm literally making a podcast right now, like, <laughs> just gotta, gotta plant that seed. More of the story plant the seed, just do it, just try it, just go for it. Worst thing that happens is, uh, it depends on the circumstance. I'm not gonna promise anything. But if you have confidence in it, or you have a good feeling about it, or it doesn't really, you know, cost much if it doesn't work, just do it. Just plant that seed. Paint that picture. Uh, start that podcast. Um, write that story, you know, anyway, so, thank you for listening, this is the first ever episode of Expand Your Mind, hopefully you'll stick around for more episodes, um, and we'll, we'll see you around, have a lovely day, or a lovely evening, my beautiful blossom. <laughs>